0: installhub.com streamlining your installations hey you we've made it to the 30th of october let's see what's been going on over the past fortnight in this very busy industry starting with the news that vw plans to cut around 2,000 jobs whilst delaying their already delayed new software due to be used in the upcoming porsche and audi evs according to german news outlet manager magazine the Board of Directors approved the plan at a meeting this week. As reported, the job cuts at the software unit are expected to start next year, extending into the end of 2025, citing VW Group's lead managers. Volkswagen's new 1.2 software was set to debut in the new Porsche Macan EV and the Audi Q6 e-tron. It's being delayed by 16 to 18 weeks. Meanwhile, the full-scale 2.0 platform is being completely redeveloped the next gen platform expected to roll out in 2025 is promised to greatly enhance efficiency by unifying software stacks great news for ev owners a new driving law change has come at a very crucial point for electric car owners dealing with all of the challenges. The new rules will benefit electric car owners with easier and more reliable public charging after being approved by MPs on October the 24th, It will ensure that prices across charge points are transparent and easy to compare, as well as having contactless payment capabilities. A common complaint from drivers is that they need a number of apps to pay when using a range of chargers with different operators. It is hoped that the new laws will make it easier for Britons to easily find their nearest available charger by requiring charge point operators to open their data to drivers and EV map providers. The data will also show drivers the charging speeds and let them check whether chargers are available, but more importantly, working. Some more good news, BP has boosted its EV charging network with a $100 million order of Tesla ultra-fast chargers. Agreements form part of BP's plans to invest up to one billion in EV charging across the U.S. by 2030. BP Pulse's BP's EV charging business has already installed more than 27,000 charge points and aims to roll out more than 100,000 globally by 2030. As early as 2024, Tesla chargers will be installed across the BP Pulse network, including at key BP, Amoco, and AMPM and Thornton's branded sites, travel centers of American locations and at BP Pulse's large-scale giant hub charging sites near airports and in major metropolitan areas across the US. Even more good charging news comes in threes, doesn't it? But this time is here in the UK. Dudley Council is to install 37 new on-street electric vehicle charging points across the borough starting later this year. The authority consulted on 53 proposed electric charge point locations in November last year, and 37 sites which had majority support have been chosen to host charge points. The metre-high posts have been designed to sit at the edge of the footway for residents who do not have access to off-street parking. Council Chief says the 420k scheme, which was funded through the OZEV grant and the ChargePoint Operator Contribution, aims to introduce charge points to help people who wish to own an electric vehicle but don't have their own drive or access to off-street charging facilities. Also this month in Britain, car makers have delivered the best September since 2020, but action is needed to protect EV exports. UK car manufacturing grew by 39.8% in September. That's the strongest month of growth in 2023, with 88,230 units leaving British factories. Rise in production was driven by 32.2% export uplifts, with almost 6 in 10 going to the EU, while deliveries for the UK market surged by 65.9%. Electrified vehicle output has rose by 41.5%, but urgent action is needed to ensure the UK and EU trade remains competitive for 2024. Output increases for both domestic and export markets, with production for the UK up 65.9% to 23,503 units and overseas shipments rising by 32.2% to 64,727 units. Notable growth was delivered in major markets. The US is up 19.8% to 6,591 units. China is up 28.2% to 4,776 units, and Turkey is up the most with 212% to 4,162 units. However, the EU continues to be Britain's leading trade partner by some distance, with 37,563 UK-built cars shipped to the bloc in the month. That's up 46.1% on last September and representing 58% of the sector's overseas trade. In other news this week, Ford has cut its EV investment after losing 36000 on every EV sold in Q3. After posting the $1.3 billion loss, Ford's Model E EV units said it would cut Mustang Mach-E production and delay a battery plant. Ford motor company's third quarter earnings revealed rising EV losses caused mainly by slowing demand and the EV price war initiated by Tesla at the start of the year. Ford managed to sell 20,962 electric vehicles in quarter three, beating General Motors by a slight margin, thanks largely to the increased Mustang Mach-E production. Match E sales rose 42.5% in quarter 3 with 14,824 units sold, 5,872 of which were in September alone. The carmaker's EV deliveries increased by 44%, leading to a 26% growth year-over-year in revenue to $1.8 billion for the Ford Model E EV unit. On the other hand, Volkswagen is sticking to its EV targets, and the pricing despite the knock to demand. Volkswagen is working to cut costs and sticking with its electric vehicle prices despite reductions at some rivals, as the German automaker aims to rebuild margins after quarterly profits were hit by bad bets on raw material prices. A program targeting 10 billion euros or 10.6 billion US dollars in savings at its main passenger car's brand is delayed, but some measures have already been implemented. Chief Financial Officer Arno and of it said on Thursday confirming in a Reuters report all of the above but it's not just Ford and Volkswagen who are reporting on the EV changes Mercedes has said that the brutal EV market will pressure car sales margins. Mercedes-Benz said a brutal electric vehicle market of heavy price cuts and supply chain issues meant it would likely hit the lower end of its 12-14% to 14% adjustment return on sales forecasts for the car division as third-quarter earnings fell. The luxury car maker said it remained committed to its EV targets, but could bolster earnings with better returns from its combustion engine portfolio if margins on EV remained lower than previously assumed. A little more light-hearted now, council officials have been left red-faced after an electric car driver noticed a blunder on one of the authorities' parking signs. Whilst on a walk through Eaton Park earlier this week, John Fielding was confused to find a weight restriction had been placed on one of the car parks by the city council. A sign put up at the site closest to Coleman Road prohibited any vehicles over 1,524 kilograms, which is 1.5 tons, essentially banning the majority of electric cars. The heavy battery system of electric vehicles tends to make them heavier than their petrol or diesel equivalents, with most ranging between 1,500 and 200 kilograms, so about two tons. Insurance firm Admiral reported their EVs weighed on average 200 to 300 kilograms more. But when asked by this newspaper, a spokesperson for Norwich City Council admitted the signs were a mistake. Following our relatively recent decisions to introduce charges at Eton Park to bring in money to help pay for essential council services, it was always our plan to review its progress, they said. On now to solar news over the past fortnight. Wharfdale Hospital's solar panel car park canopy could save the trust £75,000. More than 600 solar panels have been installed on a new car park canopy at the West Yorkshire Hospital. Leeds Technical Hospital, the NHS Trust, said that the £1.1 million project at Utley's Wolfdale Hospital could save up to £75,000 each year, as well as cutting carbon emissions. According to the Trust, the panels will reduce its demand for power from the national grid by about 15%. It said the scheme would help towards the NHS plans to reach net zero by 2040. Now this is cool! A new solar-powered bus screen has been fitted in Milton Keynes. The bus shelter in Milton Keynes has now got a brand new solar-powered screen. The bus shelter on Eagle Farm is often used by people working at Magna Park. The new solar-powered bus screen will be cheaper to run due to no main supply being needed. So we've covered what's going on down here on Earth, but what's going on above us? Well, a giant solar space farm could be orbiting Earth by 2035. A solar space farm designed to orbit above the Earth could be operational very soon. Technology firm Space Solar, based in Oxfordshire here in the UK, said the project could contribute to Britain's energy supply in the future. The 2-kilometer-long farm of solar panels would send energy to receivers on earth much in the same way as mobile phone signals. In space, the sun's beams are around 10 times stronger than on Earth and can be captured 24 hours a day rather than just during daylight hours. Last October, the European Space Agency unveiled its plan for a solar farm that would float 360,000 kilometers above the Earth. Such a project would ensure that Europe becomes a key player and potentially a leader in the international race towards scalable clean energy solutions for mitigating climate change. In other solar news, Cardiff Airport's hotel solar panels are a danger to aircrafts, according to councils. A hotel next to Cardiff Airport has been ordered to remove its solar panels after safety concerns were raised. The Holiday and Express Cardiff Airport in Roos had installed the panels without planning permission. Vell Glamorgan Council issued an enforcement notice after concerns they could impact on the safety of flights operating next door. The hotel appealed against the decision and has submitted a planning application. A council spokesperson said, the council became aware that the solar panels had been added to the south-facing roof slopes of the hotel. Solar panels usually don't require planning permission, but as the hotel is located within 1.8 miles of the airport, an application should have been made. Speaking at a Vale of conglomerate council planning committee meeting on Thursday, the 26th of October, Neil Thomas said, "It is an important one, really. It seems minor, but it is important because of aircraft safety." In other council news, Worcester City Council is to spend £521,000 installing the panels on the roof of St Martin's Gate car park in City Walls Road. Joint council leader Majority Bishop said the move would increase the amount of energy produced by nearly 450%. It would mean up to 38 spaces would be lost from the 700-space car park but the council said the resulting loss of income would be minimal as the car park was only ever full in the run-up to Christmas. Councilors earlier agreed to set aside £710,250 for the work and also for the panels at Peridswell Leisure Centre. Now, whilst one council's trying to remove solar panels, another council's trying to sell them. A council that is effectively bankrupt says it hopes to recoup about £1 billion by selling off its investments. Thurrock Council was left with debts of around £1.5 billion following a series of failed investments in solar farms. On Wednesday night, the council met to discuss its plans to sell off investments and assets. Council leader Andrew Jeffries said there's a big programme of selling off the previous investments and they are going through as we speak. As well as selling off investments, which includes interest in solar farms, the council is looking to sell off various plots of land that it owns around Turuk. It's also increased council tax by 9.99% earlier this year. We are hoping that they should be returning to the council in the region of $1 billion, which will significantly pay off a large proportion of debt, Mr Jeffries a conservative said. Now what's going on in the green tech world? Well, Europe's green tech startups face uphill battles accessing financing and public procurements. It's very difficult for companies to justify investing in Europe relative to the US, said Esther Baigert, who is CEO of the Danish biotech Novozymes, speaking at the annual EU Industry Days conference in Malaga last week. Begner pointed to the more movable labour markets in the US and to regulations which accelerated the implementation of new technologies, making it easier to raise funds as the return of investment is faster. The subsidies provided by the Inflation Reduction Act are another factor drawing companies across the Atlantic. It is not only about more money, but simplicity and speed in deployment. Said Elena Bu, who is co founder of the EU supported innovation network Inno Energy, contrasting the EU's slow deployments with the efficiency of the IRA in one year, has been able to implement 110 billion in clean tech investments. In Europe, it takes a lot more time. In more positive news, BP Ventures is to put 90% of its investments into green tech, says its bosses. We've refreshed our investment strategy this year and we're looking to significantly step up our activity in support of delivering upon BP strategy, said BP venture boss Gareth Burns. Investing in startups is a great way of giving us insight into what some of the future disruptive opportunities may be. Burns said the firm was targeting startups that are developing new technologies that have the potential to scale reasonably quickly, that are looking for an energy company to participate and help them in that development, and we will help to deliver the energy transition. Now, not only is the green tech space clearly a lucrative one, it's also an imaginative one and quite fun for investors to back. Now, researchers have developed a white paint that reflects 98% of sunlight back out into space. The paint can cool a surface by 8 degrees Fahrenheit during the day and 19 degrees Fahrenheit at night, and if painted on a roof, can reduce the air conditioning needs of the building by up to 40%. Now it's not a permanent fix and it won't be ready for commercial use for a while but it could buy us some time in the fight against climate change now there's also this a wearable powered by your fingertips now the center for wearable sensors at the uc san diego jacobs school of engineering in the us has developed a new type of wearable that is powered by the user's fingertips The wearable technology can generate electricity from the user's body heat, sweat and motion, which makes it a highly sustainable solution. The first-of-its-kind device is designed to harness energy that humans exert naturally. It is shown to collect almost 30 millijoules of energy when the wearer clicks on a mouse or casually types on a keyboard for one hour. 400 millijoules of energy were collected while the wearer was asleep for 10 hours, which is enough to power a an electronic wristwatch for 24 hours. According to its makers, the device offers a high return of investments and has the potential to revolutionize the wearable industry. And what about this one? PaveGen is a new and quirky renewable energy company that has developed a unique technology that can convert footsteps into electricity. Its product is a floor tile that can harvest energy from people walking on it and convert it into usable electricity. The tile uses a combination of electromagnetic induction and piezoelectric to generate power from each step. The technology has been installed in various locations around the world, including airports, train stations and shopping center areas where foot traffic is high. Pavegem believes that the cumulative effect of thousands of tiles installed in high foot traffic areas could have a significant impact on reducing carbon emissions. So there you go. If you've got an idea that seems crazy, there's definitely one out there that'll top Trump you. So that is all from me. Thank you as ever for listening. Do be sure to like, subscribe and tell everybody about the podcast. You are now up to date with the latest fortnightly news on EV, solar and green tech. And I'll be back with you very soon. Remember here at Install Hub, if you are an installer, we can help you to streamline your installations via our software. Just visit installhub.com. And from everybody here, you have a fantastic week.